749 now. And as the restaurant industry adjusts to this new pandemic reality, there may well be an opportunity for some change. Some advocates putting the practice of tipping on the chopping block right now. So what would a world without tipping look like? To discuss, we're joined by Hassel Avilis, who is the co-founder of Not 9 to 5. Good morning, Hassel. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. It's an interesting concept, and boy, it gets people talking. We asked, you know, our, our texters this morning what they thought about tipping, and, and the responses have been coming in fast and furious. So is this a time now for us to relook at the practice of tipping then? Um, I think there's never been a better time to reexamine all hospitality practices. Uh, you know, we're living in a time of crisis which can bring danger that we're all aware of but also opportunity and tipping is again not something that I'm recommending we abolish tomorrow or next week but I think it's definitely something we need to work um, in the direction of. So when you say uh, you know perhaps in the future it might be it might go the way of the dinosaur would something replace the tipping are we looking at uh, from your perspective higher wages for these uh, uh, workers in these industries? Absolutely. I think that this industry needs to work towards providing livable wage for all workers, you know, that are in hospitality. I don't think it's just for, you know, front of house. I think that all of the different um, positions that exist in front of house, back of house, and the entire business model need to be provided a more um, realistic livable wage because at the time it's currently really, it fluctuates constantly. And in a time like right now, that's really dangerous for a lot of people. And you're right, it does fluctuate. You know, we're just seeing even, you know, our, our texters, uh, the, the difference that they tip from percentage to percentage is so vast. So is it better to, for example, uh, we had somebody talking about Australia, how the, their, the amount they get paid is just much higher. So tipping is, is something that doesn't happen in Australia. That's exactly right. And it also doesn't happen in other parts of Europe and other parts of the world. There's so many roles that exist in so many industries where you're not, these things aren't dependent on, you know, the mood of the consumer at that moment. There's so many things that also come up with tipping. You know, there's, um, you know, it fosters sexualization. It widens opportunity gaps. It amplifies racial inequality. There's a lot of, you know, racial profiling. There's a lot of things that are really interconnected with tipping that I don't think a lot of people realize. Well, yeah, I think to, to to some extent, if you're a server, for example, and you've been spot on, but the meatloaf comes out burnt, it's a reflection on you for the most part when it comes to compensation for a tip. Absolutely. But even, you know, more, um, you know, less obvious things can show up like implicit bias that we all carry. And if someone's wearing something or says something in a certain way or maybe looks a certain way that you are not entirely supportive of, that can also cause, you know, financial consequences for that person. It's an interesting conversation and and perhaps one that we need to further as we go through this. Thanks for joining us this morning, Hassel. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. You too. That's Hassal Avilis, who is the co-founder of Not 9to5, which is a Canadian non-profit that empowers hospitality workers. Not925.org. What do you think of tipping? Uh, do you tip? What percentage? And, uh, you know, do you even tip at the coffee uh, shop when they uh, put that little, uh, you know, paper cup at mm-hmm. the end of the counter for you? Let us know. 403-974-8255. The text line always open.